Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast. This is where mortgage brokers become business owners. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. And recently, so I do some one-on-one consulting with mortgage brokers that are doing at least 60 mil a year. And I find these conversations are fun and, you know, they tend to be struggling with a lot of the same things, which is usually they're crazy busy and they're overwhelmed and they're just trying to, you know, figure out their team structure. And so anyways, those conversations are a lot of fun. So recently I was talking to a client and he does about between 80 to 100 mil a year, depending on the year. And we were talking about time management. And so I'm going to share with you three things that I shared with him that may seem simple. And if you're doing lots of volume, these are things that you can just have missed. This guy's a smart dude. It's just that when you start out doing things, sometimes you don't stop and go, wait a second, is there a more efficient way to do this? Can I be more organized with my process? And so I'm going to share with you three strategies to free up some time. And so in his case, we were trying to free up time. He was just finding that he wasn't able to get back to everybody and things were starting to slip through the cracks and that's not his personality. So he wanted to solve that. And so I said, hey, here's the three things to think about that you can help you do this. So very first strategy that you can apply in order to become more efficient in your business is use scheduled phone calls. And so what I mean by that is that there's a couple of ways you can do this, but use it a link like Calendly. And I know some of you may be thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe that, you know, this seems obvious, but there's lots of people that aren't using it yet. And so what I tell my clients is I'm like, look, one of the things, Mr. Client, when you have that first conversation with them, hey, one of the things I don't like, we always want to provide good customer service and I don't want to be playing phone tag with you. If I phone you and you're busy and you phone me. And so instead of phone tag, what I do is I have a link and I'm going to share that with you. And so if you need to have a conversation with me, book a call and then I can be there fully focused and I won't get interrupted and it'll be much more efficient for you. And so clients appreciate that. They know that if they need to talk to you, they can. And it prevents you from being constantly interrupted all the time. That's kind of level one. Use a calendar link. Level two in the calendar link is only set times available that you want to take calls. So for instance, I recommend one of my other things I'm going to talk about. Let's say you only want to take appointments and phone conversations in the afternoons and on or 11 o'clock and on, then your calendar will not allow anybody to book calls with you in the morning. So it allows you to create filters. If you want to work one evening a week or one or two evenings a week or take calls, you can put in that calendar. I only take calls on Tuesday and Thursday evenings. So they get to always choose. And the way I explain to people, say, hey, look, hey, here's a link to my calendar. Pick a time that works best for you. And so I'm really saying what works best for you. So I'm making it about them, but my calendar only gives them access to time slots that are best for me. So we create a win-win. You don't want to be emailing them. Hey, does Tuesday work at 10? No, actually would Wednesday. Like that is such a waste of time. And you miss those emails. Again, creates bad experience. So just use a calendar link, calendar software, something like Calendly. Then level three of this is actually then to have like in our case with my business partner, Jules. So she doesn't even have her team will book strategy sessions for her and they just have access to her link. And so somebody calls the office, they have her link, all the bookings get happen, the reminders get sent out and you're not double booking. And so your team could use the calendar link as well. So that would be the first thing I would say to you if you're struggling with time management is start thinking about scheduling phone calls, use a calendar link to help you with that. Okay, second thing I would tell you to do to become more efficient is as a mortgage broker, you often have hundreds of things that you need to do on any given day or dozens in any case. And so sometimes it's hard to prioritize. And I was talking to a mortgage broker, this guy named Andrew in the US, and he does over hundred million a year. And I asked what was the best change he's made to his business in the last year. And he's like, honestly, a team huddle. Because as your team starts to expand, you're like, I know what the top three priorities are for me every day, but what are their top three priorities? And so what he did was he put in a daily 
a huddle. It was about 15 minutes where everybody checked in, shared what their top three for the day was, and then went off to their work. And what this did is it allowed him to know, A, that his team was doing the things that were most important. They weren't prioritizing it correctly. B, he could also, you know, if he saw something, hey, wait a second, that's not a priority. Make sure that you get this appraisal ordered because if that doesn't happen, everything's going to, you know, blow up. So it allows you to guide your team in triaging because as a mortgage broker, the busier you are, the better you've got to get at triaging. But that doesn't mean your team is as good at it as you. And so that's the second thing that I would recommend you do a daily huddle, 15 minutes every day, same time. And the goal is what is your top three? This is not a pipeline review or anything. This is just what is your top three for the day? Here's my top three. And then it allows everybody to go about their work. And you know that everybody in your team is doing the most important work. And if you don't have a team yet, and you're like, well, that's great, Scott, I don't have a team yet. I would still encourage you to book a meeting with yourself every day to determine your top three. And then when you have a team, it's going to be easy. It's going to be like, I do this every day at nine o'clock or whatever time in the morning, right? You're like, I'm going to go through my top or 830. First thing I do is choose my top three and then I schedule them on my calendar. And then when I add my team member, we're both going to do that meeting together and it's really easy. So it's a very efficient way for you to disperse tasks as well as help with prioritization and triaging, deciding what's important. So first thing, schedule the calls. The second thing is the top three every day in the daily huddle. And then the third thing I would tell you is to block your day. And we always talk about time blocking, but so in the morning, so I would say, you know, between when you get there till 1130 or 12, whatever that works, I, you work on prospecting and deal underwriting. So if you're still underwriting your own deals and then only take client meetings, strategy sessions, discovery calls from 1130 on or 1230 on. So for instance, my business partner, Jules, she takes no calls on Mondays at all because that's her kind of working from home day. But the rest of the week, she only starts taking meetings, phone meetings, because she doesn't do face to face 99% of the time is after 11.30 in the morning. So the calls start booking and they're 30-minute calls, boom, boom, boom. And so she's booked like back to back to back. Steve, another one of our coaches in our 10 Loans a Month Academy, I think his first client meetings at 12 or 12.30. And so he only does three a day and they're all booked in the afternoon. In the mornings, he's doing his prospecting. He's talking to his team, making sure files are moving along. And this allows him to divide the day. So the morning time is prospecting and underwriting. The afternoon time is client time. And it allows you to actually get work done because if you jump into your office and all of a sudden emails come in and phone calls and you're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even do any prospecting today. And it might be fine today to skip the prospecting, but you will feel it in 30 days, 60 days when you look at your pipeline again and go, crap, I'm doing the roller coaster and I get busy. So I stop doing the prospecting and then, you know, I work on the files and then while I'm working on the files, I'm not actually prospecting. So then two months from now, my volume's down again. And so one of the ways to get rid of the roller coaster is actually to set up your morning for that prospecting and, you know, getting your deals done and then afternoons for client meetings. So that's the three things that I'd recommend. Same thing I told this guy. I said, hey, look, if you can put this kind of structure in place. And so he's slowly getting those things in place in order to create a better client experience and a more efficient process. So as a quick reminder, first, make sure you're scheduling phone calls. So I recommend using a calendar app like Calendly. It's really inexpensive. You can set up different call types for 15-minute calls, 30-minute calls, whatever, and use different links. A second thing I'd recommend is a top three huddle every day. So a huddle where your sole purpose of what is the top three tasks that have to get done. And then finally, I would tell you that your morning time should be your prospecting and deal time if you have to work on deals still. And if it's not, then you should just be prospecting and then only start taking phone calls and client meetings from you know 11 o'clock on or sometime on, 12 o'clock on for the rest of the day so that you actually get your work done and then you can work with your clients in the afternoon. So hopefully that helps you. I'd love if you put this into practice, one or all three of these things, I guarantee you, you will be less stressed. You'll run a more efficient business 
and shoot me an email. I'd love to hear how this goes for you if once you put this into practice. And thanks again for checking out this episode. If you you know found these episodes to be valuable, if you could go leave us a review, I'd really appreciate it. I read all the reviews that we get and it really helps us get reach with the show. So please go leave a two minute review. That would be awesome. And in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about the early warning signs of a market correction. So what are the things that I'm looking for in terms of like, is the market going to correct? You know, what is the blinking light on the dash that says, hey, is the real estate market going to change? You know, this is my personal opinion. This does not mean that this is, although if you check with economists, they're wrong 50% or more of the time anyway. But I'll just tell you the things that I'm looking out for as my early warning signs of like, hey, maybe the market's going to change because it's crazy right now. And who knows what's going to happen but I'll just share with you the things that I'm looking out for. So hopefully that's useful. Thanks again for checking out this episode. I really appreciate you. And please take two minutes to leave a review. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.